As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Look at you. You're speffier than a petunia and a patch of chiggerweed. They had two big leaks, cracks in it. And he was a mean rooster and he would peck at you and chase you. Yeah, the pig is climbing up. Well, it's like climbing a ladder, really. It took longer because it really didn't work super good. Hi, welcome to Comedy Parenting Radio. My name is Jerry Begley, and this is the only show that recommends not warming up uh, used motor oil in your uncle's microwave. We want to welcome all of our listeners from Baltimore, Bahrain, and Akatox, Canada. How do you know it's pronounced Akatox? Because it says right there, Akatox, O-K-O-T. T-O-K-S, Akatox. Oh. Anyway, I've got my brother Jim in the studio, and we're going to talk about fun on the farm. We'll be right back. Phenomena. 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 You gotta take care of Texas, it's the only one we got If you're way up in Lumbaker, down in Lukenbach Gotta conserve water, keep the air clean Take care of Texas, don't you know what I mean, y'all? Kevin Fowler here, Texas has clean air, rivers, and lakes So let's get outdoors and enjoy them Visit TakeCareOfTexas.org, pledge to help keep it that way And we'll mail you a free Texas you State Park Guide Take Care of Texas, it's the only one we got Sponsored by the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality and Texas Parks and Wildlife Comedy, parenting, radio, radio, radio. Well, hey, hey, Mr. Policeman. Bet I can drive faster than you can. Come on, hoss, let's have some fun. Go on, shoot me with a radar gun. You look bored and I sure am. Catch me if you can. We're back with Comedy Parenting Radio. My brother, Jim, welcome to Studio B. Jim, how's it feel to be clear up here? Uh, great. Are we at like 10,000 feet? 8,500, but if you want, I'll give okay. you a pair. Of, you could stand on the roof with some stilts, so you'll be closer to 10,000. Okay, that'll work. Yeah. You don't want to get on his roof. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. We're on the edge of a cliff. Anyway, we're going to be talking about fun on the farm. Jim and I and uh, other brothers and sisters uh, grew up in northern Indiana, and we were on a farm for several, several years, and it was magical, wasn't it? It was indeed different. It had so many unique things. 
when you normally think about farms, you know, people might think, oh, cows, chickens, pigs, horses. Well, it really wasn't much of a farmable farm. It was. And Dad even admitted that. The ground was terrible. Wait. Say that again? Dad even admitted it wasn't much of a farmable farm. He never told me that. He just put me on the tractor all day long. Oh, well, you know, when you got such terrible ground, it takes all day to work it compared to a good farm. With That's good for soil. sure. <laughs> he, t- he talked about the clay hills. Yes. When you, when you have clay underground and you try to cut it up with all your farm implements, you have to go over it many times, don't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. But what was unique about the farm? Some fun things on the farm. Well, unlike a lot of places, we didn't have one pond. We had two. Tell me about one of the ponds. What would be something fun that we did, uh, you know, growing up in the ponds? One of the ponds or two? The front pond was immediately behind the barn. It was like anywhere from a foot to two and a half feet in, in the dead of summer when it was drier. And it was black muck. We had a boat that leaked. We had a boat that leaked, and we had an island in the center with one maple tree. Dad acquired the boat from a neighbor because he had ruined the boat, taking the boat down Yellow Creek with my oldest brother. During a bad a bad flood. Spring, uh, spring. Flood. Rain. Flood. Flood. And they ruined it and got a hole in it because they got stuck over some logs in the creek. Long story short, Dad bought the boat from the neighbor. It had two big leaks, cracks in it. Mm-hmm. And we would still use it. <laughs> and we would go out there and just bail water out of it every once in a while. <laughs> so you would be in the pond, and there's always yeah. an inch or two or four inches of water, whatever. Yeah, whatever. black, mucky water coming in. Yeah, yeah and then you would bail it out and keep keep paddling around in the pond. Yeah. We had the circle pond, which we went ice skating on, didn't we? Oh, yes. My great aunt had made the pond originally for that. I didn't know that. Yes, that was the purpose of it was for ice skating. We used to go, or we used to race around the little uh, island in the middle of the pond with our ice skates on. Of course, we had to shovel it off by hand. And uh, by the time you got it shoveled off, you were tired, out, tired, and couldn't skate too much. <laughs> then you had to skate the next day, <laughs> or it was time to go do chores or whatever. Yes. I'm a hard-working man. I wear a steel-hard hat. I can ride rope, a hammer, and paint. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, He's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Captain. I must inform you, you're listening to Comedy Parenting Radio. We had two hollow trees on the farm. And the best one that I discovered was an old willow tree that had cracked in half and tipped over. And the base of the tree was approximately three to four feet across. And the entire thing was hollow all the way out to the bark. And you could climb up about six feet high and then slide down into the tree. Do you remember that? We used to watch the fox. Yep. Uh, I was back there with my dad and Mark Drudge. And my dad was just doing some cutting with a chainsaw. We were going to help pick up wood afterwards. And I said to Mark, let's play hide and seek. And here's here's the boundary right here, you know, 200 feet. I'll hide, you count. And I climbed in the hollow tree. 
And Mark looked for me for like 10 minutes. My dad's over there sawing, just laughing and laughing while he saw us because I'm standing inside of a hollow tree you can only access if you go up in the air about six, eight feet and slide down in. So anyway, then Mark finally came and he, he crawled into the tree with me. So if you ever read the book, My Side of the Mountain, it was exactly like that and it was on our farm. What about baling hay? Stacking was a notorious thing to do on the hills. The farm was not flat. And the hay fields were on the steepest part of the farm. Yeah, I don't know. Teaching some young boys how to stack hay on a hill slopes, yeah, it doesn't work. It was great. The thing is, you, you had to drive either straight up the hill or straight down the hill. And you didn't want to be on the downside of the wagon if they oh, fell no, off. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, if if you're on the downhill side of the wagon and it all tipped over, you would be buried alive under tons of hay. Just like when John fell through. Fell through what? Was standing over the hole that, in the hayloft where we threw hay down. Oh, and, yeah. And all of a sudden he disappeared. That was so cool. It was like it was like a sci-fi movie. We're up yeah. in the hayloft. just sta- And we looked over and my brother was gone. I mean, gone. Like, just like. <laughs> and he was little. Time machine gone. He was probably six years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what you have is a hole in the hayloft that's about maybe three two, feet by two feet. Yeah, two by three feet. And you would just throw the hay down through there or the straw or whatever. And he just stepped over and fell through the hole down into Well, the- he was standing over it. There was loose, I think there was a bales or something over it. And he didn't see it. And then it. Then he went through. And we looked down the hole and he's laying there in the manure looking up at, laying on his back looking up at us. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> What's the most fun you can have in the barn with straw? Oh, it's making forts. Yeah. Mazes that you go through and all of a sudden you're crawling along and you fall in a pit. You would just make tunnels. You would stack the hay a certain way, make tunnels that were about two and a half feet high yeah. uh, usually. And then maybe by a foot and a half wide, you would just crawl through there like rats just as fast yes. as you could. And they'd be dark and dusty. And then we would play like monster chasing. It's It's terror. It's sheer terror when you're a kid. And you're being chased by a dinosaur inside of a hay fort. Oh, yes. Because you hear them coming. You could die. You can feel them behind you sometimes. Yeah. You're listening to Comedy Parenting Radio. We'll be right back. Old Matt Palmer had a misfit farm. E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm he's got a narcoleptic pig. E-I-E-I-O. With a here and What is wrong with you? Are you a failure as a parent or grandparent? Do your little ones cry for no apparent reason? Do you have lots of money? If you answered yes to these or any other invasive questions, we have good news for you. Treesock Press was named after a cat. A very cute cat. Treesock Press printed a book. That book is available in nearly indestructible hardback form and is printed with non-toxic ink so your little dinosaur can virtually eat the book. If this all seems too good to be true, you can go buy a cheap Disney book that's printed in China. Books printed in China aren't as good for teething toddlers as ones printed in Wisconsin. What's the name of our book? Dad the Tooth Fairy Didn't Come. This book is funnier than a root canal on a sinking ship. I didn't know ships had teeth. Order your copies of Dad the Tooth Fairy Didn't Come from Amazon today. Or tomorrow if you're on the international dateline. 
And they always ask me questions. Are you aware of how fast you were going? Well, yeah, I got a speedometer right in front of me. <laughs> Came with the car. <laughs> the only thing I was unaware of is where you were sitting. I took a little risk. Send lawyers, guns, and money. Dead. Half of the fun growing up on the farm were the contraptions that we made. You made a few in your time, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You didn't have money, so you took things that you could. Right. Like I made a tiny house. What other contraptions have you made? Like the, oh, the, that pea shelling machine? Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought I could help mom out. She worked so hard shelling her peas. So basically all it was was a chicken cage that, that rolled around on a... Chicken cage? Kind of like these lotto wheels they have now with a like a paddle inside. Mm-hmm. It took longer because it really didn't work super good. We had some unusual means of transportation on the farm, didn't we? Like the one you made or what was the, it? The rickshaw? Yeah, the rickshaw. Oh, wow. I mean, listen, folks, if you ever think about northern Indiana farm with a rickshaw, go for it. Well, I wanted wanted something to take my friends on rides with. I found two forks in front of, in front of a bicycle, had the neighbors across the road weld them together. The engineering on it wasn't quite the best. It was too high for its wheelbase. It was, it was pretty flimsy. And then what connected that whole chassis to the bicycle was just a two-by-four. Did I ever ride in that more than once? Probably not. Um, Some animals on the farm. Animals, as you might guess, are not always predictable. We had a pig, didn't we? Yeah. Did we call him Wilbur? It was either Wilbur or Arnold. We probably ever had... I think it might have been Arnold. Yeah, you're right. And he was in an old shed out back. It just had a door in the front that we kept it boarded up with slats on the upper half, bottom half. So so he was in the pen, in, in the old shed... But he learned to crawl over those slats, and Dad would keep putting nail another slat up. Higher and, he, and higher. higher. And he, yeah, the pig is climbing up. It's like climbing a ladder, really. Yes. Uh, what about the rooster? Well, the real one to tell you, that probably should be Dixie. Bless her heart, the poor kid. We had an old manure spreader, and we had a rooster named Charlie. He was part of our chicken clan. And he was a mean rooster, and he would peck at you and chase you. At least so says Dixie. And evidently, one time, he chased her to where she had to crawl up on the manure spreader to get away from him. <laughs> the dirty old manure spreader. <laughs> and if you guys know anything about manure spreaders, there are good times of the year to climb up there, and there are bad times of the year to climb up there. Yeah, evidently, this was, not, this was like not the best time. No, because come springtime, the manure comes out of the barn into the manure spreader and yeah. gets spread around. And so there's... Might have been a little fresh yet. Yeah, I think it was a little fresh. Yeah, poor Dixie. Okay, you've been listening to Comedy Parenting Radio, Fun on the Farm with Jim. I want to thank you for coming up in the studio today. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, when you go, would you mind moving the manure spreader out back? It's a little bit like a company. Oh, yeah, i got to go make some cheese first. All right, we'll see you. Bye-bye. I regret my actions. I regret offending my co-workers. I pledge to bring my best spirit of honesty, empathy, respect, and open-mindedness, open-mindedness, is that even a word, um, into the workplace.
In this way, I can truly be a hero. Signed, Daffy Duck. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 